Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is Morning Prayer for Thursday, February 23rd, the year of our Lord 2023, the season of Lent. The Baptist cries out, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who've been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. Our morning canticle, the Venite, on page 14 of your Book of Common Prayer. Together, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Our Psalms for this morning, Psalms 127 and 128, on page 444 of your Book of Common Prayer. Our Antiphon, the Lord is full of compassion and mercy, and the people say, O come, let us adore him. Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, their labor is in vain who build it. Unless the Lord keeps the city, the watchmen keep vigil in vain. It is vain that you rise up early and take rest so late and eat the bread of toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is a gift that comes from him. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them, He shall not be ashamed when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 128. Blessed are all those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. For you shall eat of the labor of your hands. It shall be well with you, and happy you shall be. Your wife shall be as a fruitful vine upon the walls of your house. Your children, like the olive branches, round about your table. Indeed, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you out of Zion. May you see Jerusalem in prosperity all your life long. May you see your children's children, and may there be peace upon Israel. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Exodus, chapter 3. 
Exodus 3, verse 1. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their suffering, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has appeared to me, saying, I have observed you what has been done to you in Egypt, and I promise that I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites a land flowing with milk and honey. And they will listen to your voice, and you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us, and now please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless compelled by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. After that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go out empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold, jewelry and for clothing. You shall put them on your sons and on your daughters. So you shall plunder the Egyptians. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 17, the Todayum Laudamus, our response to the lesson. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, 
the cherubim and the seraphim sing in endless praise, Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 18. While Jesus was saying these things to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a discharge of blood for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. And when Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a commotion, he said, Go away, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put aside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went throughout all that district. And as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men following him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame throughout all that district. As they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casts out demons by the prince of demons. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Page 19, the Benedictus, our response to the lesson. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons, but return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. Page 21. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 605, our collect of the day from Ash Wednesday. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you made, and you forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And on page 23, this collect for guidance on this Thursday morning. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. 
The first, on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to hold up our government leaders. And last, we want to lift up our prayer list unto the Lord as we pray for our neighbor. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray today for all of those you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they build up your church for the work of the ministry. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Archdeacon, Take this time to lift up your archbishop or your bishop and remember your pastor or your rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world as you build your church, mighty God, let not the gates of hell prevail against it. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those that are far off and those that are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right, but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power, all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, and all the president's cabinet. We lift up Kevin, our speaker, and Chuck, our Senate leader, all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate. We pray for John, our chief justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the justices throughout the land. I bring to you Gretchen, my governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor, and I invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader. Father, give these that we've elected and all of those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And since righteousness exalts a nation, we pray that you'd help each of us to do justly. 
and to love mercy and to walk humbly with you that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hands of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted throughout the world, and we lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all of those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for those suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare or material circumstances. We remember those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of our men and women in the military and the law enforcement communities, all of our first responders and our healthcare workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray, Lord, that you would stretch forth your mighty hand to heal, to deliver, and to provide for everyone who's calling upon your name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your measurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, 
our desires and our petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.